This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Stella to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag Time to drag I ate the bones. That's right. You're back on the world's only RuPaul's Drag Race recap podcast. We ate the bones and we accidentally did the game within a game. Holy moly. I'm so excited today because we are joined by the original pretzel girl. You heard of Tub Girl? This is Pretzel Girl. Raka Titi Ta Ta. Yeah, it's Rachel, bitch. Ooh la 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 la. Say bloom. Say bloom. <laughs> Mocha chocolate, <laughs> yeah. You can't handle her snatch. It's crazy ass girlfriend, Rachel Bloom. Rachel. Oh, you can't top that. You can't top that is what they say in a gay bar. Woo! Gay bar humor is is alive and well, Rachel. Rachel, you're back. How are you? I'm good. I mean. I saw you yesterday yes. and we both saw, you said I ate all the bones, which reminded me of one of the funniest things, of course, that has <laughs> yes. happened, which is that uh, Gilly and Betsy's dog yes. ripped a piece of fried chicken out of my husband's mouth. It was so funny. And your husband is such a sweet man that he just was like, I think most people are like, no, but he was just like, oh, like I just saw him like very much be like, <laughs> You're in control, dog. (laughs) (laughs) You're not about to rip a piece of chicken out of like a a big dog's mouth. It took it took three grown adults to pry that piece of chicken out of Wilma's mouth. (laughs) It really did. It was a a truly, truly delightful. It was harrowing and truly delightful. It was Um, so cute. Yeah, it was great. Hung out in a park yesterday. What a treat you were wearing. Your drag her merch, which God bless. God bless. Well, from you. an episode I was on, inspired by our conversation. Kate totally. just bread and drag. You guys should all go and buy the drag her merch. Please. You know, we're gonna we're gonna send some, we wanna send some funds to the Oprah project. Um, and we need you to buy merch to do that. So visit the link on our Instagram link or just search drag her on Redbubble. Um, because that uh there's a lot of fun stuff to buy and you can like put it, it's fun. I like how you can like put it on backpacks and shower curtains and insane things. I like how they do that on that website. It's so funny. It looks like it's something that you you have personally decided, that you decided that you were like, I want to put it on a shower curtain, but it's just the website. <laughs> it's just the website. <laughs> um, it's about rage. My God, it's been a while. Um, it's been it's been so long and uh, let's- uh, Yeah, well, how, I will, what look, should we look, talk I'm, about first? Well, look, I, I just a quick, quickly want to be a 
basic obvious bitch and say that the the game within a game episode was I think my favorite episode of Drag Race that there has ever been. I was I was it was just great endlessly entertained. It was and, great, and I know. Look, I know. I understand. I read some of like the comments that sure Silky had Silky had, you know, a week to prepare the stunts and the props. But you know what? I don't care. I don't it care. Was she it had, was amazing. She was amazing. I OK. My understanding is that if you're eliminated, you also get a couple days to prepare your stunts. You know what I mean? Because the way it worked was when you were eliminated, you then lip synced on the next episode's finale. So you had a couple days to prepare. Oh, yes. You know what? You're right. Because so, you're right. Because Jan. I Right. They were all Jan did, Jan did an interview with Las, Las Culturistas. Oh, great. And love. was talking about how she didn't know who she'd be lip syncing for. Right. Until like uh, until until she got there. So you're right. They did have time. Have a couple to days. I think prepare, and they know, and they know well. what the song is. Yes. Ab- Very absolutely. well. Shockingly well to be like, how many? I mean, and I, I don't gimmicks is uh, not a, not the right word, but just to be like to bring all this versatility to her performances was like, wow, Silky. Wow. Like, sure, gimmicks, but like, especially obviously Barbie Girl, that was so tailored to the song. Amazing. So when is it like a gimmick or a stunt and when is it an awesome comedic choice or an awesome choice for the song? And I just, man, I loved it. And that's why I love Eureka and Eureka and an amazing lip sync. But I was, I was disappointed that Silky wasn't back. Like after all yeah. that, like you, you working your ass off that much, like you kind of deserve to be back. It's kind of the best story to be like, she's back personally to me. Yeah. Did you feel like that last lip sync was Eureka's or do you feel like we were edited to believe it was Eureka's? Look, I mean, Silky got stuck, stuck in the costume. Yeah. It seemed like her least exciting comedic choice for sure. Yeah, it was, had she not gotten stuck in the costume, it might've been a wash. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you're, I mean, Eureka obviously really, Connected with the song. I mean, even though it's it, it's that that song is about the joy of losing someone. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that one was so funny about that to me too. The lip sync was like, "You're happy that they're gone." Like it doesn't exactly work for Eureka's narrative. Well, it's and it's yeah. It was it was weight loss and grief. Look, either way, it was a really powerful lip sync. It, it was, was great. Really great. I and love Eureka. I, and your and Eureka has almost won n- numerous times. There's a in time where I thought she should have won. You know? Yeah. Yes. Yes. With the pink table talk, I was like, Eureka won that. What are we doing? Yes. Yes. Agreed. So uh, it, I love that she's back. And I should say, um, people thought I was like uh, incendiary about her online because I was joking that she won twenty thousand dollars for telling America she shit herself. <laughs> I am, I am, oh, did you get some shit on Twitter? Yes, people were like, I can't believe people discredit you, Rika. And I was like, I'm just joking. It's oh, just God. funnier to say it that way than she won a lip sync and got twenty thousand dollars. I am happy for her. I think she's an incredible drag queen. Can we all relax? That stuff. Uh, look, this is why I'm thrilled to not be on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's uh, crazy. It it personally is just 
uh, very triggering for me. Yeah, it's bad. Um, it's but bad. yeah, that's a great. Yeah, yeah. It's just not. It's it's uh, it's all of the. We've talked about this numerous times. It's all of the things that play into bad mental health habits. Anyway, yes. I'll probably go back on at some point. Please. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's so true. I love a good shit story. I love a good shit story. My, yes. my the book that I wrote is filled with shit stories because it is one of the most. <laughs> vulnerable thing we can do is is like shit ourselves it's also the symbol of like the unspoken it's it's the inside becoming outside (laughs) hitting and pissing ourselves and vomiting and then like perioding are like the few times in life we're like we kind of we kind of get a hint of like oh we're disgusting Mm -hmm. like we're just like we're truly truly gross and like we're just uh, uh, unproperly zipped up Ziplocs leaking out everywhere. All the absolutely, time. absolutely. Yeah. And we pretend we're not, but when someone shits themselves, it's like, well, yeah, that was bound to happen because bound to we're happen. filled with so much shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. I. It's so crazy. Biologically, we have a little stink hole. <laughs> And we're just, we're just supposed to be in charge of it 24 seven. No, 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 no. We're not capable of being in charge no. of it. It's crazy. And, and, we, and we pretend that it's not like we pretend that we're not, there's a, there's a, like a bidet in every toilet in my house. So I am. Oh, I love bidets. I'm very, I love the tushy bidet just shoots cold love. water right up your fucking asshole. Um, That's drag her slash tushy. No, I, I, I want tushy to sponsor us. We fucking love tushy tushy. I love a bidet. I, I get so bummed when I travel and I don't have a bidet. I get so bummed. They make a travel bidet now. They and do? I'm really? On, and then I was looking it up online. There are a bunch of places that make travel bidets. Here's my issue is that if you have a travel bidet, every time you use it, isn't the water from your butt just going to get back on your hand and the bidet? Mm. And you're going to have to wash it every time? And is... I am so good. Is it something you still hook up to like a water? Main? No, it's just like a pump. Okay. I mean, probably, I mean, it's, it probably, it's not a perfect science, especially the, especially when yeah. you're spraying water into your ass, it's not a exact science. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Sometimes I like to just like get it. It feels like water in the clown's mouth sometimes with the bidet, or I just try to get it like perfectly up there. Oh yes. You know, cause you can like, <laughs> like a carnival. Clean- yeah, like you can clean the rim, like the yeah, bidet, yeah, yeah. you kind of like, you can like jiggle around and clean your rim. And then like, sometimes though, you're like, I want to see what it feels like when it just like goes straight up to like through oh, my yeah. colon out of my mouth. I, <laughs> I've definitely had it feel that way. And I've done, yes. I've, done, I've really worked up my bidet, um, gosh, tolerance. At first I used to be like, wowza. <laughs> and now I'm literally like, not enough water pressure. <laughs> like, I like absolute. Absolutely. Me too. And with like the cold water too, which yes. I never thought I would get used to. No, I love it. Yeah. I feel sparkling clean, but it's a lie. It's all a lie because it's a lie that I'm clean. And the answer is we're all, we're all uh, dirty. We're all dirty. And we're all born naked and the rest is shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. How about this controversy happening in the, in the fandom of like, they've like, you know, there a lot of people have been like, they punished Rockham Sakura for, you know, doing a fart joke. And then Eureka wins for her shit story. And to that, I say the context is different. 
Um, I, I, well, look, I was pro Rock'em Sakura's fart, fart jokes. Me too. Um, and I love Rock'em so, Sakura. So, um, yeah, look, they're completely different contexts. Yeah. Uh, like I, I, I think the fart joke was kind of, if I remember, it was just kind of random where it's like, I'll land a fart. And it was just a kind of a fart very quickly in a rap. Whereas like Eureka's was a long built out story right. that, and it wasn't yes. just about the shit. It was like, I love her conclusion of her story, which was like, I just shit myself. And like, yeah. it was like owning it. That was the most beautiful part about the story. Yes. It's grounded. There's context. It's about her wanting to be her best as a performer and pushing yourself to perform when, you know, you, you have something to prove, but you know, biology gets you. It was, it's more grounded. It's, and that's always going to be more relatable than just a fart in the middle of like a Fosse piece, if I remember yeah, correctly. Yes. So it was just kind of like, it was just very, I still liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, they're just too, they're just two kind of like different things. I don't know. Like what's the controversy? People are like, I don't know. It's a double standard or, or whatever. Like, well, yeah. The judges make baffling decisions. Like, the <laughs> judging is judging on every show, it, but especially this one is like wildly fucking subject. It, it is. Yeah, subjective. it is subjective. Uh, yeah. And you know what? We kind of live for hates it. the color green. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're not always going to agree with stuff. Green is like right? my favorite color. Right? I love wearing green. My Golden Globes dress was green. I and, and I you love know, green. Who lives in a world where if a wig falls off your head, you're dead to her. And that's, yes. that's subjective, too. Um, it's a subjective <sighs> thing. Drag Art. is wild. Art. And, and drag you, is wild. Drag is wild. We've all seen it. We've all seen it. I mean, they uh, remember that bug look Shea Coulee gave? They called it crafty. I, I fucking loved, loved it. That. Me too. Me too. But that, that was like, put her in the bottom that week. Just like, what, what's happening? Right. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, I don't agree with that controversy. I think context is everything. And that's my official opinion. Ah, uh, how dare you, Rachel? How <laughs> dare you? Okay. So yeah. we're in this app. Um, uh, 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 we're watching. There's a mini challenge where they're like, because they're drag queens, they don't get to do, they don't get to be homos in this purest pride sense. So they have to dress up as little pride homos. Right, right. That they're too busy being in drag to dress up for pride. Which okay, sure, sure, sure. sure. It's, it's very funny. It's a very silly mini challenge. It's the classic photo mini challenge where they put you into a poorly photoshopped photo. Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Now, did they cut off their own Levi's? I'm trying to remember. I think they were asked to like style it or something like. So the, they were already like, they were already. I'm, I'm I'm looking at pictures. They were already. I can also theoretically like cut off. Yeah, screen share that shit. Right. They were like theoretically they were like cut off shorts. Yes. Like, okay. There was like a jean jacket. Had, like a whole. Had like a hole in her butt, uh, which I did enjoy yeah. her butt, her butthole. Oh yeah, look at that. That's a that's Trinity has like these like fully, I mean yes. they're barely barely pants, barely pants. Oh, it looks any. like they also maybe had Levi's shirts. Yes, yes, they had all <laughs> kinds of trends. We have Ginger's ginger, is <laughs> confetti streamer pom pom wig. It's really on her tits. Live for it. Yeah, it's cute. 
It's cute. It's great. I mean, this this mini challenge is pretty inconsequential. It's cute, but <laughs> I like the photo. We've been here so long, and oh god, Kylie looks so good. Oh god, Kylie's they've been here so long. I can't believe they have the endurance to keep doing this with just smiles on their faces. It's so hard. It's so hard. I really like the photoshopping them into the pride photos. Yes, that's super fun. It's fun. <laughs> I love. Raja, what about Raja's journey on All Stars? I mean, God bless. <coughs> what a roller coaster. Um, and oh, you know, Just I dropping in the splits. I didn't. It's funny. I still don't associate Raja, even though Raja has been in the bottom the most. I associate Raja with obviously being such a front runner. Uh huh. So actually doing the, the math, I got to say, like, because the queens are all respecting the track record math so much. It's making the whole like they have to vote a little bit, a little bit boring. It is because because no one is going to like no one's going to pull shit right now because they know they now we know the Internet. They they know the Internet will destroy them. No one's going to off ginger because they will be eviscerated. (laughs) I know, which is a shame. This is there's been there's an app, nothing but absolute rule following, maybe with an exception to one or two. But like. But it's never been like, I'm taking you out. It's only been like, oh, I just kind of thought she did worse. Yeah, it's like what, I mean, look, it's how I would play it. But I think about um, Roxy Andrews being spared. She sure was. <laughs> over everyone in, was it us? Uh, is it three or two? Two, yeah, um, yep. And like, I highly disagreed with all of that. I know, especially when it was at Alyssa's. Oh, that was just, that was just a rough, just Roxy being elevated over everyone. Like, hey, they gutting. That was gutting. Yeah, it was tough. It, I, I do. I wish we lived in a little more normal fandom world where it could just be like a choice was made. And uh, but hopefully they, I, I, don't, I know they won't. I'm not even going to lie and say the fans will learn something. But like the fans could learn that, like, to enjoy the TV show more. We might have crazier shit happen on the TV show. You know what? It's not just it. Look, it's fandom, but it's also like it's Twitter. Like mm-hmm. now that now that you can get everyone's opinion at once, you're not going to be able to, like, be as free as you would like before the Internet. And that's just, I guess, a thing. It's just and a thing. It's the world. That's the world we're in. It's the world we're in, and um, TikTok, um, a TikTok uh, Vine. In mm. conclusion, <laughs> and to summarize, a TikTok, Snapchat. TikTok, your vines always yeah, yeah, wear a seatbelt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are at that age. Um, yeah. So okay. So I, I'm. Uh, we're gonna talk about this main challenge, but first. Oh. Silence. Oh, I feel like taking a break. Hmm. This headgum podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. 
Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or 750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in drag her under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's drag her under podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earnin is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Break! My break! <laughs> We're back! Ooh, Delali. I don't even know who won that mini challenge because who cares? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. I, I, I think honestly I was folding clothes yeah. when I was watching it on my laptop. <laughs> Eureka's um, butt won for me. Her butt. That's it. That was really, that was really, really, really good. I'm really glad. I'm really, I'm really glad Eureka's, me Eureka's back on too. this. Um, I, I really like love, yeah. But no, I know. I kind of wanted both of them to come back. Why and not? Then, right. And then just do a double elimination. Just do it. Just be like, fine. Two of you are dead next week. What I think (laughs) is that you, they knew whoever they were going to bring back was going to be in the top four is my production opinion. Cause I think they were like, we need to make the game within a game worth the journey. Cause my God, we made them go for this journey for so long. So they knew who they were going to bring back was going to be in top four. And they weren't sure if they wanted Silky to be in the top four. That's my opinion. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like Top Top Chef has done that like a couple times where the person will come back from Last Chance Kitchen, which mm-hmm. is the game within a game of, of Top Chef. Yes, and then yes. like they'll instantly get eliminated. And it's like, well, that was stupid. Right. It kind of what feels a, not what worth a waste the of 
What a waste of time. And, and it's because it was judged being judged completely fairly. Although you don't know because you can't taste the fucking food. So who knows? That too. Um, also, is the food ever hot when they get to taste it? Like, is it ever hot? Is- they, I think it depends, but I think it is because, because sometimes they'll say like, my plate is cold. <laughs> yeah. I guess it has to be. It just, I don't just wonder about the filming and setups. Like, do they ever eat the actual hot food? No. Oh, wait. For people listening to this podcast and you, mm-hmm. which is everyone. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone in this reality, we, we've agreed upon. <laughs> that is such a fucked up, like, moment of consciousness. Because it's like, if people can't hear this, they don't exist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So for everyone living in this in this current reality, um, <laughs> if you want to see a bunch of straight people being absolutely ridiculous, I would check out the show Alone, oh. uh, which is on, yes, I believe Netflix. it's History Channel, but it's now on, but also on Netflix. Yes, I've seen some of it. It is some of the most like crazy, um, and I'm, I, I'm and I'm more talking about with the men on the show, like the most like masculine posturing because you basically oh, have yeah. to survive alone in the Arctic. And I, I'll spoil one thing. From I, I've this seen, season, the I last bet I've season, seen this. Okay. I bet I've this seen this. One, there's this one guy who's like, I am a survivalist. I, I know exactly what you're going to say. I gained, I gained 200 pounds. For this <laughs> I gained yep. 200 pounds. And then within two hours, breaks he his breaks foot. his ankle. Yes. Yes. Yes, I loved him. I was like, this is the metaphor for America. I'm it's fat. so good. Being fat makes me stronger. Uh, <laughs> gaining weight makes me stronger. I broke my foot on day one. It was perfect. It's, it's, per, it is, it's in a way, it's straight drag. In that it's the, <laughs> it, it really is. is. The most, well, it's like we've talked about with the, with, um, W the WWE or the WWF, yes. how that is like drag. Yes. This is like this is this is like the mini challenge where they all have to be as like butch as possible. Mm-hmm. This is that for eight episodes. It they is literally wild. Are eating, they're eating rats. Right. And, they're, and they're like, oh, this twig is edible. I know because I studied twigs. Like yeah. it's so yeah. like, did you or are you just kind of rolling the dice on this one? Um, they, they did, but, oh man, I mean, the, the amount of times that people on that show eat squirrel and then have to go home because they have a parasite for meeting the squirrel. Oh my God. That they is get really disgusting. sick. Yeah. It's really, really gross. Anyway, highly, highly recommend it. Um, we're going to, uh, I love it. They, uh, this might just, that might just be what we do on the, the pod next. Sorry. Sorry, drag race. We might just start covering alone, but do it in like a really, like drag race fandom. Yes. Like Next. you like do a runway, like, like, right. like a chirp and, <laughs> chirp and burp all the fashion. Cause they'll start making fashion. Like they'll start doing weird things where it's oh, like, right. it's my rabbit head shawl. Right. <laughs> I need these branches on my eyes. Just <laughs> cover my scent. Yeah. They're fucking, yeah. you lose your mind. Yeah. They truly go crazy. Anyway. Back to the challenge. I, I love, I'm so, so surprised they haven't done the cunt monologues before. And I'm so happy that we can actually hear them say, I, I think at least Ginger says like the cunt, cunt monologues. Oh it's my God. Great. It was gratifying. It, it was, cause it is a long episode title. Otherwise, um, <laughs> if you'll check your, your DVR or the Amazon, it says the whole damn thing out. And that's just too fucking long. Yeah. Um, so this is like a monologue thing. These are stories. I love the moth. 
You know, it's it's <laughs> it's similar to the one one person show thing from season twelve, but it's a little bit more like tell a monologue. This is the moth. I feel like. Um, yeah. Well, it, look, it's the vagina monologue. It's obviously based on the vagina monologues, uh-huh. um, which it would have been interesting to have Eve Ensler as a judge. Potentially. Ooh, um, I mean, what a treat. Um, but the interesting thing about the vagina monologues is it, it very much is like a play uh-huh. where it's, it, it is very kind of what they're doing here, which is like, like when I think about the moth or storytelling shows, they're a little, they're sometimes a little more like loose, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know, maybe not. Anyway, this, this, this felt very true to the challenge, the way mm-hmm. they were like telling their stories. It was very like presentational and very like kind of, um, meticulous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and planned out. Um, I think this is a really cool challenge. I think it's really fun. It's, it's, I think, I mean, I, spoiler, we'll talk more in detail, but I think everyone does very good or better. Um, and, uh, it was, it is a crazy thing to throw at a drag queen. It's a little, it's a little mean to be like, you have to tell an amazing story. It's curious what kind of story. I think that figuring out the tone is very hard for them, right? Because I think yeah. so many of them did go draggy and maybe even blue. It's hard to decide if the judges are going to like that or be like, mm, you kind of went dirty. Well, they had to tell a story about being in drag and about mm-hmm. being a drag queen, which is always going to be then something, you know, either about performing or like coming into your identity. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily equate a shit story with it, but like, why not? Yeah, I almost shit. Also, like that. Some of the best stories, if you're talking telling performing stories, like almost shitting yourself on stage or shitting yourself on stage is really good. Like I almost shit myself on stage during my two hundred one improv show, <laughs> and like it's not a it's not a great story, but because for the entire thirty five minute show, I had had uh, the spicy chipotle beef, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a problem. I'm gonna I'm gonna diarrhea myself. Um, it you gives had like, attention. You had like, like, um, like, uh, not, not got, not carnitas. You had the other no, one, barbacoa. That's exactly what I had. I had Ooh. a barbacoa burrito bowl right before an improv show. It was such a huge fuck up. Yeah. And, and I was like, I'm going to have to leave the stage. I'm going to fail this improv class. Yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> fail this improv class. I need this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh my god yeah it's crazy i i trying to think what i would tell in i have i have only a handful of drag stories but one being where i got like kind of in a fight with the sound booth while i was on stage no way where i was like play the track and they were like from the god mic they were like i don't have it (laughs) (laughs) to a sold out crowd i was like are you sure? Like, are you sure? Like, and I, I wanted to fight them. It felt like when, you know, like you and you, you want to fight in with like, at like the family party where like, there, there's like clearly people visiting the house and you want to be like, I, you have the fucking track, but you can't, you have to just be like, are you sure? I think you have the track. And, uh, I maybe would tell that. I'm not sure. Would you, what story would you tell? Like it just general, like performing. Would you tell that one? I was thinking about it. And my favorite performing story is, does not even feature I'm present for it, but it's not about me. I'll tell it right now. Perfect. So, uh, about, 
man, this is like before Greg and I, this is 14 years ago. I was in a kind of, um, a pretty mediocre to, to bad sketch show in mm-hmm. the basement of a theater in, in New York. It wasn't, it wasn't a UCB. It was just at this random theater in New York. And it was mm-hmm. like this unaffiliated sketch show. And I was in it. When I say mediocre about it, it was mediocre, let's say. Mm-hmm. And my friend, Greg Burke, uh, I've done a lot of uh, comedy with him, was in the sketch. And, um, pre- okay, the premise was, uh, it was this, then the cat's in the cradle with the silver spoon. It was about that song. Uh-huh. Okay, wait, I'm trying to remember. Okay, here's what happened. It was a sketch show where we had a house band. And so in between sketches, the house band would come in. But for this last sketch, it involved Greg and us as backups. Everyone else in the sketch show singing The Cats in the Cradle, The Silver Spoon. And then I think the game of the sketch was that after every verse, uh, when you coming home, dad, I don't know when, but we'll get together then, son. And every single time, I'm not saying this was a great sketch. Every single time Greg would go like, I don't know, son. Okay. I do not know when I'm coming back. Basically just acting out the song and making the son sound super annoying. That, that, that was the sketch. So, so, So the end of the sketch was he freaks out. He goes, I do not know when, okay? I do not know when I'm coming back. And then he went, he was supposed to go, but no one over. Oh, oh. and then he was supposed to um, then take a bucket labeled gasoline and dump it on himself and then uh, be about to light a match and then sing, but no one overreacts like me. And then we all come in with the band and go overreaction, 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 overreaction. Okay. So that was the sketch again, not saying this is a good sketch. No. Yes. Okay. This was the sketch. This was the sketch. The house band was not great. They did not know their cues. So it's the, it's the show Greg dumps. So Greg, Freaks out. Greg dumps the gasoline on himself, which is really just a bunch of water. He he bucket challenges himself before the bucket challenge. He's soaking wet. He goes, but no one overreacts like me. And the band does not come in. And we don't come in because we're waiting for the band. So Greg is standing there in utter silence, soaking wet. For what feels like no. an hour. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It felt like an hour. It probably was 30 seconds, right. which is still absurd. Oh, it's an wrong. eternity. It's eternity it's on an, stage. It's an absolute eternity. I've never been more humiliated than <laughs> someone else. And I was part of this because at any point we could have just come in acapella and cued the band. Uh-huh. And we didn't. Oh my God. It was the opposite of, I got your back. It was, I don't have your back. I'm going to stab you in the back. We all failed him. And he just. What had you do? Stood there soaking wet. And no. It was okay. I also have a humiliation on stage story. I please, just remembered. Please share, share, share. Okay. Okay. This is disgusting. So, and this is, I, once again. <laughs> I'm not saying this to disgust people, but it is disgusting. I, so there was this sketch show at UCB called Celebrity Barf Machine. 
Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. It's all about being disgusting and gross. And I think at this time, I was so eager to prove myself as someone who like goes there. This That's is- what they trade on, though, because 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 this, this is a spinoff of a show that started yes. in New York called Dirtiest Sketch Contest. Yes. And what they trade off of is what they what they do is like, OK, we're going to get a bunch of young students who are eager to prove themselves cool, who are going to absolutely debase and humiliate themselves on stage yes. to be cool. And because like very rarely was it the top people at the theater no. going to come on stage and like no. show you their labia or whatever. OK, so anyway, go on. that's a great and important distinction, because right, I'm like. Yeah doing stuff at UCB, you want to make connections with people. And there's like a weird little pressure. Your friends are doing weird shit in shows. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do something weird in the show. And I obviously know shit has been done before. Piss has been done before. Oh, I'm really excited for, I think what you're about to tell about is something I heard about and wish I was there for. So go on. It was, so I was like, huh, (laughs) I could do something with cum. So I devise a plan and, and I was like, and I, cause it's all about being a celebrity. I'm like, what's ever do I kind of look like? I was like, I guess I could do Mario Lopez. <laughs> you know, uh, he's one of the only Brown celebrities. So I was like, okay, I'll be Mario Lopez and I'll play a game called guess that come. Um, so, and I then go on the journey of asking my friends, Hey, Will you come in a Dixie cup for me so that I can go on stage, drink your cum, and try to properly identify whose is whose? Of course, in this process, I humiliate myself and and disgust many people, many, many, many people. And of course, I was like, I need it on the day of. So... I'll drive, bring you like a Dixie condiment container. You can come in it and give it to me. I'll like shuffle it up with different specimens. I, so I won't know who's this is. Cause I was like, I'm going to do this experiment live on stage. But how, okay. How did you label each? How did, how was there an answer key? So I labeled them beforehand at like A, B, C, D, E. I think that was five. and then and then didn't look at them after handing off each cup you know what i'm saying so they would know what what letter they were okay okay disgusting and oh this is even more disgusting that very same day i was at an early wedding ceremony (laughs) and at the wedding ceremony (laughs) i needed i'm not even kidding i needed like one or two more people and i was like i was at a wedding for comedians so i went up to people this is so disgusting. And I went up to some people who I only kind of knew. I was like, you want to come in a cup for me? <laughs> and of course, everyone was like, mm. <laughs> people are disgusted. Whatever. I get my close friends to come in cups, wow. including, unfortunately, Drew Tarver, Dan Lippert, Tony Rodriguez. I didn't know Tony was one of them. Yes. That surprises me. He's yes. very private. Yes, I know. It was crazy. Um, okay. okay. One other, I think that was it. I can't tell. I think the one other person backed out at the last minute, which is, of, co- <laughs> of course, they were like, I can't. And I'm like, of course I can't. I can't. This is the most disgusting thing I've ever asked anyone to do. Also, and like, I'm doing it because I want to yourself on stage. Risk I get on stage with Mario Lopez. I have the gentleman there who's come, I'm trying to guess. I'm taking it out of the Dixie cup. 
people suspect it might not really become. So to prove it, oh, I'm doing oh, a finger oh. to finger touch test. <gasps> and I'll never forget it. I, Lauren Lapkus is in the audience and I make eye contact with her and she's genuinely dry heaving, like not performatively. <laughs> she's even like trying to make it small. She's in her seat, like, oh, uh, uh. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess like one person's correctly. I get off stage and I immediately oh. knew it was not worth it. <laughs> I mean, I heard that it was great for the record. And it was that weird thing where you're like, people will remember this. But like the, the, the sound, I should say the sound from the audience was that that mixture of disgust and like Coliseum, Roman Coliseum type excitement. It was like, oh, you know what I mean? It wasn't happiness. It wasn't dread. It was somewhere in the middle. But that's what that show is. Like when, when Gregor was in New York and it was Dirtiest Sketch Contest, he shaved his writing partner's asshole on stage. <laughs> shaved his writing partner's asshole. And then they did another sketch. This is like his young sketch group. No, these are 20 year old guys who were trying to be yes. cool. Um, there was a guy on stage who, there was a guy in their sketch group who drank a ton of water all day. Didn't let himself go to the bathroom. Oh my God. Or sweatpants then that he uh, rubber banded at the legs. No. And, he, and then he pissed himself on stage and filled his sweatpants with like piss. Did the rubber bands keep? Um, they, he got piss all, all over the stage. Like it's, oh. <laughs> it's fucking gross, but it also is like very like downtown 1980s experimental theater. Yeah. There's something yeah. really, really amazing about it. Um, I have a lot of questions about obviously like the comp, like, did you ask your friends, like, had they been tested? Cause you're putting yourself at risk for some STDs by drinking some random cum, right? Yeah. Yeah. I knew the risk was pretty low. Um, okay. <laughs> you know, okay. your mouth is a germ killing machine unless you have open sores. Um, I, I mean, I think it was safe to say I was the most disgusting person there. Um, and that uh, I heard about another girl again i apologies if you have a bad stomach uh people in this universe listening to this podcast but was that the same show where another uh, a friend of ours drank the contents of her diva cup that i don't know if it was the exact same night but i'm sure it was celebrity bar yeah. machine i'm sure yeah yeah it, it absolutely it absolutely was uh that that's a bad one um how did the cum taste like being able to compare five different cups of cum? Did the tastes differ? They, or they really all like did. Interesting. Okay. Like how? Like, like one, I mean, some were more pungent. I'm so sorry. And some were just more like neutral, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, it was like, yeah, neutral or what you expect, which is okay, like, by pungent, do you mean on the yeasty side or the chlorine side? You are trying to make our listeners bomb. I, I am. I don't care. I don't care. Ye yeasty. Like. Oh, yeah. 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 It was not great. And I, oh. I, I, it was crazy. I was like on this high of like people like <laughs> hate cheering me. And I remember at one point, like, I didn't mean to. I don't know if I meant oh. to, but I also was like loving the spectacle where like, 
you know, I was like, I, I like, I like, I like, I don't know, like I almost oh. blew a raspberry a little bit just to like oh. further elicit this hate response. You know what? That's fucking, that's fucking badass. It I, was, I, I, I think that's, I, I think that's really cool and, and rock and roll. And I'm glad uh, I did it when I was young enough to not fully be in touch with how insane it is. You know, it, it's someone you said you were young enough. Cause like, I, this is a, I guess I associate this with being pretty recent, but, but I, when you say that, I guess it was like at this point, seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it wasn't like you were like, you were like 17. No, no, no. It's not that long ago. It's crazy. <laughs> um, we I talk? feel like it, I do feel like at the beginning of this episode, maybe, maybe you should, when you edit this, go back, see how long the gross stuff lasts and be like, just so you know, we're going to be talking about some pretty gross stuff you can skip to and give a little time code. Mm, I doubt we'll we do stop. that. Okay, I great. doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Ruth's coming out on the main stage. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about this uh, Playboy bunny pantsuit? I love it. Oh God, I just love it. It's gorgeous. It's fun and different. I haven't seen her in pants like this, or uh, I can recall like sort of pants suit thing. This is great. Did you say that I can recall? Ooh, I guess I, I guess I did. I guess I did. Yeah, I, uh, I love this. This is fun and different, and she still continues to look so so gorgeous. I love the little bunny ear bow at the top. Love that. Yeah, this whole thing is just is just great. Also, like God, Rue looks so good. Just so fucking great it makes me want to get work done uh, because if i can look well because when i did i don't know if we talked about it here but like i did i did what's the tea mm-hmm. a couple years ago i remember it i think it was a great episode yeah and and rue was like so what work have you had done and i was like i've had no work done and he was like what you had nothing <laughs> i was he's like no fillers and i was like no i no nothing nothing and he was so uh, shocked. Um, but, but like seeing Rue both on the show, but also in person, like, yeah, like just like if I could look timeless. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the time will come. The time, if, if that's right for you, the time will come. If not, don't do it. I mean, look, you just got your jumbos, D jumbo. Listen, I just had plastic surgery. For those of you who don't know, I just got a breast reduction. Um, how are you feeling about that? I feel great. I mean, talk about the body being disgusting. Like <laughs> there's nothing more interesting. It's why I also loved the show Nip Tuck, that Nip Tuck oh, was all about the ugliness behind beauty. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> A perfect mind. Okay, keep going. I fucking loved that show. Me too. Me too. <clears throat> Me too. Um, I watched it when I was- I owned it on too, DVD. Way too young. Yeah, yeah. you did. You, you want that director's commentary. <laughs> um. I, I am healing well. I am almost a, four weeks out of getting the surgery, but I do have two stitches that have kind of come open. Mm. So it's, it's gross. I mean, it's, it's gross. And I said to, I said to my doctor, I was like, Hey, some of my bandages get stinky. And mm-hmm. my doctor was like, yeah, um, that's your body fluid and body fluid is gross. <laughs> She's like, the body's gross. Um, so you should just change your bandages. Scientifically like, Cause your, your body's gross. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but so I had a breast reduction and then part of the breast reduction was also doing liposuction on, on my upper back 
at what's called the bra roll, which uh, it's that thing like when you're wearing a bra and you have this like pocket of fat below the bra. The, the every doctor I went to was like, oh, and we'll do your bra roll, and then a little of your like auxilla, which is your axilla, which is like oh, kind of the part just over your breast, like okay. So I was already getting a little bit of lipo. And so the doctor was marking me up right before surgery. And I'm like, you know, basically naked as she's marking me up with a marker and I'm like filled with adrenaline. And she goes, do you want me to do your love handles too? Oh yeah. And she was like, she's like, cause love handles, like it's really stubborn fat that like, it's really hard to go, go away with exercise. She's uh-huh. like, you're already going to be under. And I was Hell like, yeah. Fuck yeah. So I now have had, Oh, that's a whole thing, by the way, recovering from liposuction of your love handles because you have to wear like like surgical, like surgical spanks for a Uh month. It's a whole thing. Anyway, so now that I've had work done, I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I I don't really want to. The the one thing is, I think I don't want to make my face not look like a, a, a person because most people. I think you I think you and I, and I, I, I've gotten more used to the idea of people having like fillers and Botox and Juvederm mm-hmm. and not, not counting as plastic surgery. A, right. a couple of years ago, I used to count that all as plastic surgery. I was like, well, that's work. Right. But there are some people who were like, I've never had work done. And you're like, have you had fillers? I'm like, well, yeah, of course I've had fillers, but I've never had like work done. And they, uh-huh. what they really mean is like a facelift, but I used to equate that all together because most of the country, um, that's the way most of the country yeah, you're changing your face. Thinks. You're changing, you're changing your face. It's not yeah. like a thing people. Um, I mean, I think people do it and maybe don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like in LA, it is much more of a thing of like, Oh yeah, I got a little bobo today. Um, <laughs> it is crazy. So I, I think like it's the most important thing is just being bobo. able to have expression. I got a little bobo. Yeah, and you do not need it. Literally, let's let's reconvene in 15 years. You look flawless and oh, gorgeous. But literally, you literally can't, I mean, no one should revisit it until they they're truly feeling like time is taking effect. I feel like, you know, you don't want to pump yourself up too early like a Courtney Cox lover and love right. that she very, very honestly was like, I looked crazy. Love that for her. Oh, love did she honesty. say that? Yeah. Yeah. She, which I really love. She was like, I looked so fucking crazy. I don't know what I was thinking. It just didn't look yeah. right on me. People have different, people have different skin types and my skin, it just did not look good on me. Um, so love that for her. I'm more open now. I used to be way more judgy of, of it all. Yeah. And I think because now I've had, some some work done on my body it i'm i'm realizing you know what as long as it makes you happy i think if you're it depends i think it just depends where you're coming at it from if you're like if you're i don't know i think of someone like megan fox who's had like a ton of surgery who was just already so in my opinion beautiful yeah i'm like okay did is that coming from the most mentally healthy place to really like completely transform your face no you know, that's not great. Is, is that, is that a, as opposed to like, you know what, when I look in the mirror, I think I would just feel more like myself if I had fuller lips or what, I don't know, whatever is going to like, I think you happiest. Yeah. I, I also think it's very strange. Like, I mean, whatever, duh, who cares? But like the Jenners, it's weird. It's weird that they got new bodies before they turned 18. Like, I think that's very sketchy. 
especially because it feels like it's part of this like family industrial complex as opposed to I'm becoming my best self. It's like, well, we all look this way now. So go get cut up baby and get a new bottom half of your body. (laughs) I know. And people were really mean to who's the one that they were mean to who felt then the pressure to completely. Yeah. So people were like mean to Chloe and Chloe then, I mean, looks like completely like has remolded her face. I don't even know how they it's, do an, that. it's a new, it's a new head. She got a new it's head. a new, it's a, she got a new head. So I, I think I'm just overall less judgy about it in yeah. that. Like I'm not one to judge whatever will make you, will make you happy. And, and look, when it comes to like that lady, who's like, I want to be a human Barbie doll. Is that, some disorder that she has some sort of like body dysmorphia or is that what will make her happy you know you're right to say life is too short and honestly this year has proved life's too short delta lambda kappa yoda phi (laughs) who fucking knows what's next so cut yourself up live your best (laughs) life i don't care (laughs) okay we'll be right back but first we have to take a break. Uh, Another one? Yeah, can you believe it? Oh, so many ads. <laughs> okay. What are the what are the things you advertised for on this? Oh God, it depends. Um, I have no clue what this week is, but usually better help. Great. Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm slash charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de- decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire, you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash DragHerd today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash DragHerd. Go! Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Bring back my BetterHelp. <laughs> Bring it back. You know it. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Rage. Everyone should be in therapy all the time. They really should. They really should. It's really good for you. My God, I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm very serious. Oh, my new therapist is blowing my fucking mind. Yeah, I I had a bad one for a while. And I'm like, thank God I have a good one now. Um, You have to find someone who you really gel with. Anyway, Anyway, um, let's talk about this. Okay. Yes. Finally talking about the cunt monologues. What did you think of Trinity's or the whole thing? So Trinity's story was really good. The part that I took umbrage with was... The kissing ass? Yeah, just that yeah. ending where it's like, that's not the conclusion from the story. Right. That, that's, that's what bothered me is like, it's this beautiful story. And then it's like, we both have RuPaul to thank. And it's like, no, that's like actually not the point of the story at all. And you're right. just kissing RuPaul's ass and hoping that'll save you. So that, that bothered me. It, it was a calculated risk that maybe wasn't totally, she forgot to carry the one when calculating. <laughs> <laughs> like there are just so many other, I love the ending line where it's like, send me your hot roommates information. Like yeah. that's really funny, but like there are so many other ways to tell that story that, that you can draw just a different conclusion, yeah. like get, get more into that conversation. There are just so many other ways to, to, honestly a better moral would have been like you're your own savior you know what i mean like i've learned that i'm my own savior and you know what i mean you don't need anyone else to say you know you don't need anyone else but you just like i am on you know my journey and you don't need to catfish anymore like you know something like that where it's like you're beautiful just the way you are you don't have to pretend to be anything you're not so no more catfishing for you. But it wasn't bad, which is why when it came out first, no, no, I no, was no. like, she's fine. She's fine. She delivered, you know, because I was like, that wasn't that bad. But I, you know, I have a, I have a catfishing story. <gasps> you do? Yeah. I'll tell you really quick. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. It's season two, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Uh-huh. I'm in a costume fitting and I get a text that's like, uh, Hey, Jessica, it's Andrew from last night. I just want to let you know, like, I had a really good time meeting you. And I was like, oh, Oh. my God. I was like, oh, my God. Someone gave a guy a fake number. No. And the number happened to be mine. And I'm in the costume fitting and we're all, like, freaking out. And so I text him back and I'm like, hey, Andrew, uh, I'm so sorry to tell you this. This is not Jessica. You You have the wrong number. Uh, I think she gave you a fake number. Fuck. And he texts back something like, no, I thought I'd met. No, why doesn't she appreciate like a, I don't know, like a sweet science loving Harry Potter nerd. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, this guy sounds so sweet. And I was like, I'm sorry, man. And he was like, oh, well. And I was like, have a good day. And it's something, something happened where like I was in the costume and I just started asking him like, where did you meet this girl? Maybe she Uh wasn't worth it. Anyway. So we get to talking and this guy sounds like he would be like one of my best friends. Like he's like, I love, he's like, I don't know. I think it was like the Harry Potter thing. He was like, I'm a scientist living Mm. in Boston who like loves Harry Potter, who's Jewish. Right. Right. Um, 
Oh, and I think he said like atheist in there or something. Like it was, it was all like the buzzwords, and I was like, oh my god! And and, and so we just and started he was like, like also Sondheim, am I right? Yeah, I think he might have. <laughs> so we started talking, and eventually I'm like, this guy is fucking great. Like this guy uh-huh. seems like he would be one of my best friends. And eventually I was like, hey, you ever heard of the show Crazy Ass Girlfriend? He's like, oh my god, it's one of my favorite shows. I was like, I'm 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 Rachel Bloom. Like you accidentally texted me. And, he, and I was like, don't post this online. But like, I trust you. You seem really cool. Oh, no. And, and so and he was like and he was like, uh, oh, my God, I won't tell anyone. And I was like, honestly, my friend lives in Boston. She's single. She's a science teacher. I think I should oh, set you up with her. No. And I went home and I told Gregor and he was like. He was like, this is this is crazy. None of this is real. And I but I showed him the text exchange and he was like, oh, shit. He's like, I think this is legit. He's like, I think you're, you're right. And we are. And so I text him the next night. I was like, Hey, Andrew, do you want me to set you up with my friend? And the text I get back is, Oh, Hey, Rachel. I, uh, I didn't think you'd text again. Huh? Um, no, 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 no. So I got to come clean. (gasps) No. I was doing a deep dive. Googling you. And I, I found your phone number. Fuck. Uh, so that whole thing was a lie. A big um, ruse. I just thought like it would be a funny thing that would happen. Um, <clears throat> I didn't think you'd ever text me again. And then um, I promise I'm never sharing your number online. I just I found it on this website, which I found out was this um, improv website where <laughs> I later got my I later got my phone number taken down from it. I was like, fuck. Um, it was like you have to do a really deep dive on me though to Gross. to see the website. Did you block the number? What'd you do? <laughs> well, no, no. So the last text was at the end of the day, I'm just a girl who went too far. Oh it was a girl. God. Oh my God. So I, and, and the thing is, I I went on a I blocked the number. But then I took the phone number and I tried to look for the number. It was unlisted everywhere. And then I I saw like an ad for like want to find someone this is like the ultimate people finder and i found out exactly who it was oh and, and i recognized this person from meeting them at a couple shows like i know exactly oh, who, no. i know exactly who it is yeah yeah yipes and i and i i gotta say i think this person was absolutely mortified with themselves like it it was right. a very like the conversation wasn't like, yeah, bitch, I punked you. It was like, I feel right. weird and terrible. I never think, thought this would work. I'm so sorry for right. taking advantage of your trust. Um, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. A classic, my, a boo yeah. in the cape of wonders being like, oh no, I touched the ruby. I didn't actually think the ruby was going to melt the cave, but here we are. Yes, a classic. You know what? That's exactly what my mind first went to. <laughs> a classic of <laughs> wonders. Wait, speaking of that really quickly yes. after my catfishing story. Yesterday, you were wearing a shirt. Yes. Uh, that oh, was yes. erotic Disney fan fiction. Can you give the name yes. of that website so we can all oh, buy that? Oh, yes. It's Diamond in the Rough Clothing Co. That's Diamond. In the Rough Clothing Co. You can find them on Instagram. They're great. They sent me a Vax for Vax t-shirt and an O Pit Crew t-shirt, which I love both of them so much. It, it features a lot of Disney characters in fun, inventive, creative, hilarious ways. The artist is rad. 
go support them. They're great. They're great. They're great. They have stickers and all the other fun stuff. I love it. I love it. Great. Okay. Sorry. So that okay. was my catfishing story. So Trinity, I thought was like, it was fine. fine. The, the, the smoke up RuPaul's ass is like, I just, it was too much. <sighs> yeah. And yeah, it was, I thought it was a pretty good attempt for how down on herself Trinity was, of course, for no reason, but yeah, you know, here we are. Um, yeah, here we are. I, I guess it was, it certainly, I didn't think it was the worst, you know? Yeah. So whatever. Kylie, Kylie tells a story about her first time in drag and how it helped her access her feminine side. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I also love the way Kylie told it. It just felt really like just real, just intimate and real. And like Kylie's fucking great. She is fantastic. I also love how she is approaching this crown. Like I love that she's just like, very quietly and calmly approaching the crown. She could snatch it, which I would be so excited for. Um, And like to this whole Trinity conversation is like, they could have gotten rid of Kylie on this challenge and it would have been completely justified. But the fact that she's not putting out any nervous energy speaks to how important it is to fake it until you make it. Or Kylie's just like really secure in who she is. I, they, I hope or it's, it's or it's true and it's genuine. I, 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 I really love this story as I'm kind of watching her share this story again. Mm-hmm. It was just told, it was told so, it was told so well. Like there's one, there's like two skills you have for this challenge. You have to have a good story, but then also it's all how you tell it. Mm-hmm. Because there's a, there are some people I know who like have amazing stories and they focus on all the wrong details. Like they don't, they don't know how to actually tell a good story. Mm-hmm. And Kylie really walked us through like what she was feeling at the time, how it felt like she really took us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. I, I was like, so here for this. I didn't, I wouldn't assume this would be her challenge. Um, I would have been okay if she won. I would have been like, yeah, she's great. I love, I love this. Well, but I guess maybe her runway, I was a little less obsessed with, but we'll talk. talk. Okay. Ginger. What'd you think of Ginger's story about the red Ruby slippers? Blah, blah, blah. I'm a little homo. I love this story. I just think Ginger is the so the front runner in my head, like uh-huh. the fact that Ginger got like most likely to be president, like, yeah, Ginger's super polished, but it's not a fake polish. It's just, yeah. Ginger's super fucking polished. Ginger's a, Ginger's a fucking adult who's yeah. <laughs> polished and like secure in who she is. And this story is so beautiful. She is an adult. Like, like they said, the only thing they, they, they can knock is that she's so polished. That's, that's the knock. I mean, which is like, you know, a pretty lovely knock to have on your record. Yeah, but it's not, I don't know. I just don't see it as like a fake polish. There's something where it's like polished with no substance, but like, I just think that's kind of who Ginger is. Ginger is very precise and polished. And I don't know. I don't think, I don't think pageanty with her. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I thought in the storytelling, there was a few moments I was like, oh, I don't love how I don't love that. But sure. overall, I understand, like, I think like she's so impressive. And I think truly, let's be real, as a queen of size, she has to be this polished because everyone is ready to discredit her drag. 
because it yeah. might be a little different than what we see on the fucking runways of Paris, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It was good. She's funny. She's great. She can tell a story. And when she hosts a show, I have already said this before, but I'll say it again. She's incredible as a host. I'm sure. I'm sure. I really like that also All Stars this season, I think they've done this on previous seasons, but like between this and Pink Table Talk, really being like, okay, how is a person just as a, as a, as a role model, like as just being themselves, the, yeah. the, the like, who are they? How are they just being like candid and real? Because that is a real fucking skill. If you're going to represent yeah. this brand for lack of a better word. Yeah. At this point. Um, Agree. It's a huge part of it, especially because drag queens are, you know, mostly like they're hosts. They interact with people. They interact with brands. You just have to be cool to talk to. Yeah. What do you think of Raj's story? Maybe there was that slip up at the beginning. What do you think? Yeah, I I mean, I thought this was like a little too po- polished and like spoken in a, in a way that I didn't fully connect to. It's a really fun story. But like, you know, Raj admittedly like this isn't this isn't her thing. And you could just yeah. tell, like, um, but it's a really fun, but it's a really fun story. And there were some really funny jokes. It was fun. Yeah. It, it was probably like my least favorite of the stories, but it's still good. Um, I love that she recovered and it wasn't like a continued train wreck. Um, but it was maybe my least favorite story overall. Cause I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Pop to tuck. What are you going <laughs> to Yeah. I also wanted more description of, I just feel like she could have brought us there a little bit. Like, what did that, okay, so popping a tuck, what did that look like? Mm-hmm. What, what outfit was she wearing? Mm-hmm. I want to know, like, what the result of that was. Like, I couldn't really get a visual on, like, what, what the implications of that meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 She should have a picture of her dick. She should have a picture of her dick ready yeah, to go. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I thought it, she could have been in the bottom or like, like what is the illusion of the bottom, right? With everyone in the bottom, there's right. a bottom and then like this actual bottom that is more nebulous. Um, and finally, we have Miss Eureka Ohara. What'd you think? This is really well told. Yeah. Um, it was really fun. And I think also just like, it's, it's because on its surface, it's just like a fun story. It, it doesn't have, you know, as much gravitas as like um, as Ginger's story or Trinity's mm-hmm. story or, or, or Kylie's story. But like it was just really well crafted and told. Yeah, it kind of worked. It worked for me. I like that. Like her story was probably my favorite to listen to. And I did. I do enjoy in storytelling. I do enjoy the moments that or, you know, I, whether this is like stage monologues we're, we're torn between if this is a stage monologue show or a moth thing right yeah I think, yeah i mean yeah. this clearly this even this the show doesn't know what they want exactly but i think that's why they love it it's a perfect challenge to be like we want to do more this way or we want to do more that way because right i do right. think the winner of this challenge is a, is a part of production because anyone could have won anyone can win I think it was be- probably, but be- no, no, Kylie could have won this. I was going to say it was between Ginger and, and Eureka, but, mm-hmm. um, but I like that. Like, I just like the way that Eureka was like, the moral of the story is like, it was a real, like she crafted it well. Yeah, she did. She did. Okay, she I love, sorry, we're looking at the runway now. I really love this theme. 
Fashion fails. I do too. I was confused by the ways in which we used it or, or the ways in which they were critiqued for using it. I was just, yeah, I kind of, it was confusing to me, but I love the, the idea of a fashion fail runway. Yeah. I think that like Trinity's was confusing because you didn't see what it was at the, you didn't see what it was until the very uh-huh. end. Like I was like, Oh, are the gloves bad? No, those are really cool gloves. Uh-huh. Uh, but I thought that was really smart, like beautiful safety pins. Yeah, I thought this was great. Like I was like for the fashion fail, because also I'm so confused that they were like fashion, but fail. And to me, I'm like, yeah, Trinity did that. There's the fashion and then there's the fail. But I guess it was very subjective on how they felt like this met this sort of vague prompt. Didn't you have a suggestion a couple weeks ago on the show that was like, why the hat? <laughs> Yes. I love that idea for a runway. Oh my God. This is essentially okay, but why the hat? But why the hat? Okay. This is a snip. Okay. But why the hat? Why the hat? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I like this. I would chirp this. I can't, I wouldn't personally knock this. What do you think? Oh yeah. I'm a chirp for this. I like it. I totally, totally am. I think it's exactly what the challenge is. I do too. I, I I liked it. I liked it. Okay, Roger oh, O'Hara. This is so dress. cool. This is a really great, this is just such a great idea that yeah. you're like half zipped up and someone walked in on you. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a unique silhouette. I love oh. it. I love oh. it. And the, and the fact that she makes all of her clothes is just so, like that alone is just so top four. Yeah, it is very top four. I like that she took the second to be like, I make my own clothes. I'm not bragging, but I'm just letting you know. Fucking cool. I've made everything. Yeah, this is great. I I am just confused by the judges' critiques where they're like, this is more obvious. Because I could see the judges looking at this and saying like, what's the fail? Like, it makes sense. No, but I think she sold it like coming out with the, the, um, Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning. I think she sold it. I wish she had like almost stuck with that. The totally, whole time yeah. we're like trying to keep it together. I think once you drop the guise of keeping it together, it just look, it does look like a cool gown. But mm-hmm. you, if you have the context of like, ah, someone, someone walked in on me. Um, it's a trip. It's a trip for sure. I, oh I it works. Oh, I'm me. chirping. I'm chirping all of these, by the way. Good. Good to know. Okay. So Kylie's unique love in her hot dog on a stick. I'm not sure. This is great. I liked it. Okay. I don't know why I wanted a little bit more. Um, I guess I just, I guess this works, but I think, I think I don't like something about it and I can't put my finger on it. Maybe I just don't. (laughs) The hot dog under the skirt is great. Hot dog under the skirt is great. I don't know. Maybe it's the wig. I don't know. There's something about this where I was like, we're so close to the end and you're wearing like a, I get the look, but. It's a little Halloween adventure, actually. It's a like little you could, bit. You could, you could go and just be like slutty hot dog on a stick lady. Like right. it, it, that might be what it is. It's just, it's very, very simple. It's a little simple for me. I'm going to give it the, the lightest of burps because I'm just, just, I'm just gonna, because I just think it's a little goofy. It's a little goofy for me, but I and really that is your right. That is your yeah. right as an American. Thank you. I am American. Okay. Ginger. Oh, this was so smart. It was great. The and now I'm realizing the um she always had the little mark. 
yes. on her on her thing, but like it looked like it almost appeared there. Yes, yes. I also had to go back and check. Uh, it's interesting. I wouldn't I wouldn't call it a fashion fail. No. Except, except for the mark on the thing. It's more like a hair fail. That having been said, this was so smart. I mean, the dress is pretty hideous. Um, which <laughs> right, maybe right. it's it, maybe that's its own fashion. I don't know. I the performance is 10 out of 10. This was my oh, favorite yeah. performance and storytelling uh with the burns and the separate places. Dress is pretty crazy bad, but maybe that's the point. <laughs> well, she's like she's like I'm a 1950s, you know, I'm going to prom in the 50s or whatever. Very um, hairspray. It was really cool. It was so fucking smart. I have I guess I have to chirp it. I have to chirp it because <laughs> the performance and the steamy thing was great. Yeah. Okay, Eureka a lot of things happening. Hair falling out, blown by the wind, pit stains. Yeah, I didn't really know. You know what? I like. I still love this a lot. I don't know what the story was per se. No, it was just kind of everything. It was everything because, like, your hair is blown, which, 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 through no fault of Eureka's, I'm sure UK didn't area, but Joe Black did this on UK with the wind blown. Um, right. Remember that like windblown look. So like windblown, the skirt was tucked up and it was, it was everything. So it's, so it didn't really tell me like a story of what the fail was where it was like, okay, you got caught in the wind, mm-hmm. but also you had a bathroom emergency. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still a chirp. I don't know. Burp it. Um, okay. just, just to right. be a complicated monster. Um, <laughs> I just was like, this is just like such a like, fine dress for Eureka. I miss, I feel like she really brought it more on her other seasons. Um, I love her, but this I'm like, just not obsessed with. Um, yeah. So I'm going to give it a light, 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 light burp. You know, it's very interesting. I mean, it's interesting in general with Eureka coming back to all stars. Like Eureka's the, one of the stars of a, of a popular show on HBO of all places. Like, no, like it, it feels like a little bit of a de-heightening for her to be back on the all-stars because yeah. she already is an all-star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. Like she's going to be taken care of for a second. So it's interesting. It's interesting to see her journey and be like, yeah. does she need this? I, I think because every right to do, I mean, you know, every, take space. And I think taking space Absol- is a beautiful absolutely. thing. But to- yeah, totally. I guess it was just like, what do you, well, I don't know. You, there's that, there's that like, rumored, the there was like a rumored upcoming, like winter season or something. And it'll mm-hmm. be interesting if that, if that actually is a thing of like, okay, what's the incentive to bring, right. You did it. You did you it. Won. I guess the, I think it is like being part of the conversation, I think is like beneficial to people's careers, I think. And like truly their right. booking fees. Cause if you do something great on this show, you're immediately like, more bookable in so many more gay spaces. And I think that just is like money, money, money. Right. I think right. Also, that's like, why. we're, I'm sure they can't film We're Here during COVID. So Eureka's probably like, well, what the fuck else am I? Right. I'm not filming my show right now. Like, that part. Like, it's, it actually is like you have to be isolated from everyone anyway. Like, it's exactly. the perfect COVID activity. It's, honestly, yeah. Either be at home sad or like, fuck around on a stage. Let's go fuck around on a stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's great. Eureka wins. She has to decide who to put in the bottom. Who would you have eliminated? Huh? 
Would you have gone, gone gaggy? I don't know if I would have. I would not have put Trinity's lip sync up. I, I, I'm sorry, lipstick. I mm-hmm. wanted Trinity to be in the final. I really did. I know she's been sour puss down, but I just want to see her in that final. Yeah, prob. Uh, I mean, the thing is, I would have chosen Raja, but mm-hmm. Trinity kept bringing up, I've been in the bottom the most times. I've been in the bottom the most times. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess I probably would have chosen Trinity because she brought up that stat over and over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. She sure did. She sure loved bringing it up. I know. I was just like, Trinity, fight for yourself. Say, I've won two challenges. I, I deserve to be in that final. But she never, or at least we never see her say that. We just see her see like, I hope you don't. Like, yeah. Go harder! Um, I would have been a monster and probably either gotten Kylie or Kylie or Ginger out. Really? Just Oh, you would have just gone strategic. Yeah. I would have either cut Kylie because she had she's the only other person with one win. If in I that case, be you better fair. win. In that case, you better win. If, if you're going to do that, Mono, yeah. <laughs> then you need to be the winner because otherwise you will be hated. 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 Yeah, I get that. I 100% get that. Yeah, it's really tough. But I, it, I think it could have it been a fun TV moment if someone was like, Ginger, bye. I like the idea of someone coming on the show and just being full disclosure. Uh, if I ever win uh, and I have power, I am going to eliminate the front runner. Yes, like, I at just, the someone, right moment. Someone saying someone saying that up front, being like, "I'm going to do that strategically." No, it didn't work for Morgan McMichael's, but it could work. I mean, I don't think you have to save it for the right moment, like a Naomi Smalls, or she was like, "Oh, I'm mean now. I sent home Manila." Um, you know, that you have to find that one teeny moment. So, okay. So here we go. We are, um, work. We are now at our lip sync. Holy damn moly. We got clowny. We got clowny Eureka going up against mystery silhouette. Who is this? Oh my God. Who is it? Oh my God. It is none other than season 12 winner. The gaggy, amazing, beautiful, perfect human, Jada Essence Hole. This wow. is great. This is great. I'm this so is happy everything. to see her. Oh, she looks so, she looks so good. And especially like for, I'm glad to like see her back just because I feel like out of every season, yeah, she's been the most shafted because it was the COVID season. So shafted. She's been so shafted. Yeah. She's incredible. I loved this lip sync. I will say, who did you think won this lip sync of Lil Richards? What's this fucking song called? Holy shit. This Lil Richards song. Oh, it's um, it's Good Golly Miss Molly. Good Golly Um, Miss Molly. I, this is pretty fucking good. I assumed it was going to be Eureka. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think she told more of a story, but Jada had so much energy. You know, it's funny. I preferred Jada. Interesting. I just like that. I feel like Jada to me gave a performance that was specifically Jada or, or mm-hmm. specific to the song. Whereas mm-hmm. I felt like Eureka did a Eureka style lip sync. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, they clearly both brought it. And, and when it was a double, when I wasn't like, no, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Oh man. I'm watching Jada. Jada's pretty fucking great. 
She's fantastic. She's really embodied. She's really embodying the song in right. a great way that like that, that I feel like she's embodying the style of the song and little in little Richard <laughs> in, a, in a way that you're right. I don't know. I'm split. I Look, agree with it. They're should both be a tie. fantastic. I'm here for the tie. But yeah, for me, Jada, I, I just for me, just a, I mean, the, the clown has nothing to do with the song, obviously. Yeah, which is which is which is, you know, no fault of Eureka's. But yeah, it's very funny. It is very funny. And it's that lovely time towards the end where they're like, OK, I got this pretty good thing. I clearly can't wear it for one of these other you know, I, I have my final thing picked out. Might as well wear my fucking clown outfit. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That um, reveal was very cool. It was really cool. Jada's earrings are popping everywhere. Look, we get it. They both win and they both happened. Whoa, I love Jada's jump split. Oh, so good. They both happen to send Trinity home. And Trinity yeah. goes from top four to top five. God damn it. No, I know it sucks. It but sucks. I, I also think that like top four always seems like two. I feel like it should be a top three. Okay, right. I, when I whenever we get into these finals, there's always one extra person where I'm like, but they're not winning. Like, can we just make it a top a top three? Like mm-hmm. I felt like that way on on um, UK uh, with um, when they kept. Oh God. Oh, Ellie, they, it was Ellie. When they kept Ellie Diamond, I was like, but Ellie yeah. Diamond's not going to win over. Right. Like, at the time, I thought it was Bimini. Like, Me too. Me too. Like, I, I, it just seems like it just should be a top three. And I guess I felt the same way with, I mean, this last season, Got Mix Simone, Candy Muse, and there was one more, Rose. I just felt the way of like, I don't think Rose is winning over, over, like, yeah, like, over, over. Well, really, it was between Gottmik and Simone, obviously, yes, for me. Obviously. Um, obviously. I mean, look, these are just facts. These are just factual facts. They're just not, exactly. They're just, they're just facts. But I, um, We are not being subjective. We are being factually factual. Oh, yeah. No, no. There is no opinion. Here. Uh, there's no opinion. Just science. Here. This is just scientifically what happens. So I always think the top four is a little bit like it's just one too many. I just think it should be top mm-hmm. three. But, but mm-hmm. whatever. It's a, what I just would have loved to, you know, Trinity would have murdered this choreo. It absolutely would have. That's true. Challenge, which bums me out. But instead we get to see Ginger do it. Awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm being a total cunt. Um, no, but I, I do love Ginger. Uh, who, so for you, you think it's, it's, it's team Ginger. It's her win all the way. I just feel like she's, this is her, her time is the, is the feeling I'm getting. I think it's ginger, but I think that Kylie could sneak up. I do too. I I think it's, for me, it's between ginger and Kylie. I do genuinely love that. It really is down to this finale. Like genuinely anyone can take this. I think I would be the most excited by Kylie. Um, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yes. I'll be I'm absolutely glad. happy. You're right. Ginger has been giving everything for decades to come to this point. So it would also be very gratifying if she won. She's just been kind of crushing. Has Ginger been in the bottom? I guess just through the, through a couple silly moments, she's been in the bottom. Like when they were like, your whole team is in the bottom. She was in the bottom. Uh-huh. And I guess through the merit of this, everyone but this, 
everyone but the winner is the no, bottom? No, I guess like had she ever been before this, like in the bottom? And the answer is like no. She's pretty much been, yeah, been just consistently, yeah, um, amazing. Like it feels like a Bianca, you know, never having to lip sync, right? Type of consistency, very consistent, very exciting. Yeah, if Raja sneaks up. Yeah amazing look that'd be fucking great that'd be really fucking cool i i'm i'm just letting the season wash over it seems like it's between ginger and kylie but also like you know eureka i, think so I don't know but i think i think it's between ginger and kylie i do too. is my is my gut happy for either of them gaggy 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 rachel i thank you for coming on the pod i'm oh sorry God. we talked too long i always get too excited when i have you on is there anything you can plug before we say ta ta um at the moment, like literally nothing. <laughs> like I truly, truly just living your best nothing. Life. I'm just living. living my best life. If you want to support me, I guess you can just like Google search me and mm-hmm. put like for the past month and see if there's anything you can support. Um, you have but exciting stuff now, coming up on the horizon. You have stuff in some, the future. Yeah, there's some stuff in the, there's exactly everything that's cool is, is on the horizon. So I guess like Stay tuned, babe. Support me in a couple months. Stay tuned, babes. Yeah. You're right, babes. You're right, babes. Um, if you love Dragger, follow us on Instagram at Dragger Podcast. Support us by giving us five stars on Apple Reviews. Apple Reviews. <laughs> Apple Podcasts. <laughs> it makes such a difference. We fuck. It really does. It helps our ads. It helps our world. It keeps this podcast free. So keep it up like this genius who said that part. Five-star review from Randall. <laughs> Take a shot every time Mono says that part. But you get alcohol poisoning in the first five minutes. <laughs> Honestly, that part. Um, you that, say that part. You also say very that. I love to say very that. I love yes. it. I do, I do. So go do that. Thank you for giving us, uh, giving, and stay tuned for a winner next week. Good golly, Miss Molly, I'm so excited. Till next time. Bye, bitches. Boop, 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 boop. Beep, beep, beep. That was a HeadGum original.